In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life dedicated to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin, they would call others into a life of holiness, and they would let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. In honor of these great men, each November I get together with a couple thousand men and spend a month focused on growing. Growing in community, growing in virtue, and growing out our beards. This year we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Bearded Virtues. My name's Tony Vicenda, and I'm excited to have myself and some of my favorite people share their reflections on cardinal virtues with you. This week, we're diving into the virtue of temperance, and I'm so excited to have Christopher West guide us in those reflections. Christopher West is the president of the Theology of the Body Institute. It is a phenomenal speaker, one of the foremost voices in understanding the theology of the body. This is day 19 of the Nazarite Challenge. So guys, we're going to be talking about the virtue of temperance today. It's not what you think. It's not the downer that we tend to think of it as. We we hear the word temperance, we're like, ah, oh, temperance takes all the fun out of everything. I got to moderate my desires and not have pleasure in any. This is not the virtue of temperance. That is a caricature that is more like Stoicism and Puritanism and Manichaeism than it is like Catholicism. So we're going to go to the source, guys. We're going to go right to the Catechism of the Catholic Church to talk about really and truly what temperance is and what it is not. So let's begin with the definition of temperance from the Catechism. And then over the next five days, we're just going to be breaking this open. So temperance, this is Catechism 1809. Temperance is the moral virtue that moderates the attraction of pleasures and provides balance in the use of created goods. It ensures the will's mastery over instincts and keeps desires within the limits of what is honorable. The temperate person directs the sensitive appetites towards what is good. Temperance is often praised in the Old Testament. Do not follow your base desires, but restrain your appetites. In the New Testament, it's called moderation or sobriety. We ought to live sober, upright, godly lives in this world. So that's how the Catechism describes temperance. Today and over the next few days, we're just going to unpack that line by line. So let's look at line number one. Temperance is the virtue that moderates the attraction of pleasures. So we got to talk about pleasure and why pleasure needs to be moderated. Number one, pleasure is awesome. God made all the pleasures of the created world. The question is, why did he make so many abundant pleasures? I don't know about you, but I love to eat. I love music. I love good beer. I love to make love to my wife. These are some of the most astounding, glorious, wonderful pleasures of planet Earth. But this is precisely the point. They are pleasures of planet Earth, and they are not ultimate pleasures. If we look at the shape of our yearning for pleasure, we are made for much more than what this world's pleasures can offer. And we only get ourselves in trouble with the pleasures of the world when we treat them like ultimate pleasures. And this is where the virtue of temperance 
comes in. We have to moderate our attraction to these pleasures, not because pleasure's bad, not because the created world is bad. We have to moderate our attraction to these pleasures so that we are, if I can put it in these theological terms, so that we are not turning icons into idols. Let me explain. All the pleasures of this world, God created to be so many signs, so many foretastes, so many foreshadowings, so many icons of eternal pleasure. We are made for ecstasy. We are made for a bliss and a rapture in union with God that never ends. This is our destiny. Absolute pleasure. We are made in a paradise by God, and we are destined for an infinite paradise. This is our story as human beings. This is what Christianity holds out to us. Infinite pleasure. The pleasures of this world are little glimmers, little icons. We get ourselves in trouble when we expect the things of this world to feed and satisfy the deepest yearning of the heart. Because we mix up our pleasures, because we expect the things of this world to satisfy our ultimate desire, our desires need to be moderated. This is how Father Simon Tugwell puts it. And I think he puts it really well here. He says, our appetites need to be controlled because they are out of tune, out of harmony with our need for God. Listen to this. Then he says, but control is only a temporary measure. The ideal is for us not to control our appetites at all, but rather to allow them full reign in the wake of an uncontrolled appetite for God. Love it, love it, love it. Here's an analogy, guys. The virtue of temperance is like the banks of a river that channel our desire for pleasure and goodness and fulfillment and happiness and joy in the right direction. Without the banks of the river, our desire for pleasure and joy and happiness dissipates, right? Think of that the banks are gone and the water just spills out and it becomes stagnant. It becomes swampy. Right? Think of the force of water getting channeled in a river. That's what we're after. We want our passions, we want our desires, we want our yearnings to be channeled towards infinite and ultimate fulfillment. We want all the pleasures of this world to be so many icons that lead us to the ultimate pleasure of the next world. And this is why we all want to be temperate. This is why temperance is not a downer. It is quite literally an upper because it aims our yearnings upward towards all that is true, good, and beautiful and enables us to rejoice rightly in all that is true, good, and beautiful. As we continue our journey over the next few days into this virtue of temperance, let us pray that we would have a true vision of what God holds out for us so that we would want and yearn to have our desires channeled towards the fulfillment God has in store for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Christopher, for calling us to a life of virtue. To share your thoughts on today's reflection, head over to our Facebook group. You can find a link for that down in the show notes. And also to find more about Christopher's ministry, we want you to go check out theologyofthebody.com. And the link below in the show notes is actually going to take you to a set of free daily reflections from Christopher West if you want to dive deeper into his ministry and what he's been talking about. We also want to thank all of our sponsors for the Bearded Virtue and Nazarite Challenge, Catholic Bomb Co., Pink Salt Riot, E-Catholic, and the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. For more information on their work, please check out the show notes or visit NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about the Nazarite Challenge and Bearded Virtues is just to share the challenge page or to rate and review the show on iTunes. If you rate and review the show during this month, November, you'll get entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Catholic Bomb Club. Until next time, gentlemen, stop shaving and start praying.